Hello, and welcome back to A Texan Abroad. This is the 22nd in my series of 30 uh, political conversations, video podcasts, that I'm doing leading up to the U.S. elections, which is just over a week away. Uh, A week from Tuesday, the madness will be completed, finished, behind us. Well, actually, no, that's not true, because we still have a pandemic going on, and who knows actually how long it will take to count the votes. Regardless, we've got about eight more left of these nice uh, intellectual conversations and dialogues that I'm doing, the video forms of which you can find on my Instagram feed, a.texan.abroad, and the audio versions you can find on my podcast feed, A Texan Abroad, available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Find me in either place, subscribe, rate, and review. Let me know how I'm doing and what you're thinking about what I'm saying. So I'd like to take a kind of logical next step from the last two conversations we've had about education and university to look at the fruits of that intellectual labor, which is science and technology. And I think the first question, even though it may be an obvious one for some of those, some people out there, is has technology been a net positive over the course of humanity? Are we better off now than we were 10, 20, 50, 100, 1,000 years ago? Now, again, I think that question for some is pretty obvious and pretty clear. For me, it's pretty simple. I would actually even use the word progress. Is the progress a net positive? Absolutely, by the definition of the word, progress, we're advancing. Um, I think there's a lot of people who are pessimistic about society, about the way that humanity has been going, is going, um, from the pandemic to political divisiveness, people who don't believe in vaccinations, who, uh, people who won't eat, you know, genetically modified uh, foods and other things. They look at all of the different technological changes that we've conducted, especially over the last, say, 100 years, 200 years, and they say that actually we're going off course, yes? What I would say back to them is that we are better now than we ever have been, and we're continuing to progress. Doesn't mean we actually have, we don't have any missteps. No, not at all. But that's not life. If we look at the human existence as an entire thing and look at it similarly to a single individual human life, No one in the history of humanity has ever lived the perfect life, making all of the right decisions. Going right always when they should, ducking when they have to. No, a lot of the times we go left, and a lot of the times we try and jump over something, and then we fall down. But we learn from our mistake, and we get back up, and we keep moving forward. And I think that's how I see society, and I think that's how most people should see it. I actually think of uh, an old Bruce Willis movie, uh, Armageddon. It was one of my favorites growing up. Uh, who doesn't like Bruce Willis versus an asteroid? Underrated, I would say, actually. So in the little speech before they get, the astronauts get sent, or astronauts, I would say miners, uh, uh, you know, uh, geological workers, get sent to go save the Earth, the president is there talking. Um, and one of the things that he says is all of the science that we've developed over the years, all of the technology that has been advanced, even the wars that have been fought, have allowed them at that time to wage that particular battle. Because science is progress. Doing the things that we've been doing, they are progress. They don't come without mistakes and failures, that's true. Without even lives being lost, and I'll talk about that in a moment as well. But what we do is we keep moving forward, step by step. You fall down, you get back up, and you keep moving forward despite the mistakes that we're going to make. And that's the second question. What are the downsides of the technological progress that we are making and continue to make? I'll just use one example that we've talked about a lot, that I was talking about with a student today. 
and that's social media. One of my students, who's a former uh, Russian journalist, she brought up the idea that nowadays we are more accepting of misleading information than we ever bef ever were before. It's become, as she put it, kind of um, the more co more common, more accepted, I would say, uh, to lie, to manipulate people. What I tried to tell her is that actually the the medium in which people are manipulated is changed. The methods, the tools have changed. The technology has changed. People have always been manipulative and people are always going to be manipulative. That's true. But the technology has changed such that people can influence others through false information, through misleading statistics, through Facebook posts and you know Instagram videos and YouTube videos and all kinds of different things. Are we failing a little bit when it comes to the mass spreading of information? Is there perhaps too much information? Yeah, maybe. But we just now came up with all of these ideas. Humanity has just now been introduced to social media and the mass spreading of huge amounts of data and information. You've got to give us time to catch back up with it, to understand how to teach our children to think critically, to consume news in a very positive, real way, in a critical way. News literacy courses, I think, will be a staple in our, in our schools in 10 or 20 years. We correct ourselves quite frequently. Um, we do have to understand that every time we make a step forward, there are going to be people in the world that try to use that step forward for their own personal gain, for their own evil ends. I said this when we talked about crime. I do believe that there are some people out there that are irredeemable, that are evil, or just that succumb very easily and very commonly to our kind of darker desires and, and jealous and kind of selfish temptations. And so what they want is to use the tools that are being brought to them in a way that will benefit them or the ones that they want to see rise to power. That's always going to be true. And we have to understand, as Spider-Man said, or the comics uh, in the Spider-Man, uh, in Spider-Man, is that with great power comes great responsibility. We have to understand that axiom. We have to know that as we create new and incredible things, big, powerful things that have the ability to change the world and change humanity and change lives for the better, there will always be people who seek to use those tools for some evil, nefarious purpose. Now, I don't think social media is one of those. I don't think the creators of social media had a negative idea in mind when they did it. But that doesn't mean people who are trying to influence others to vote in a particular way or to follow a particular belief, it doesn't mean that those people who are manipulating are, are not evil actors, are not nefarious in their intentions. But we have to understand how to regulate it, how to control it, and how to use it in the best way possible for all of us. And that gets me to my next question. What kinds of regulations, what kind of controls do we need to place on science and technology when it comes to our advancements? How do we know that we can control things before there's something that's irrevocably bad? Yes. Uh, and some people may say that actually the election of our current president and the manipulation through social media of different things during the last U.S. presidential election was such an event. I don't think so. I disagree. But there are people who would say so. What I think the most important thing, and it's pretty obvious, is that we need to understand what it is that we're dealing with. Don't look, or don't leap before you look, so to speak. Know what our aims are as we try to shoot for the stars. 
as we try to advance our technologies and our progress in a variety of different areas, we have to understand not just what the thing that we're building or creating or the problem we're trying to solve, how the method that we're trying to solve it with might work in its best case scenario. We also need to understand how it might be used in the worst case scenario by the worst actors and safeguard against those particular, particular actors in whatever way that we can. We do have to use a balancing test because we have to make sure that we don't stifle creativity, that we don't slow progress because we're too scared to make a misstep, too scared that someone's going to use something for evil. We need to keep creating, keep trying to be the best versions of ourselves, the best version of humanity. And that means inventing things in a, in a variety of different areas, which will be my last point. Um, but it also means understanding where we're going and trying our best not to do something that, again, causes some damage that can't be taken back. Um, I think all of that comes down to safety, right? Is we need to try and safeguard the citizenry, the you know, uh, population, the everyday person. Um, we need to try and do the best we can to ensure the safety of those innocent people around us, but as well as those pioneers, those scientists, those explorers, those people who are uh, kind of pushing the limits of science and other things. We need to try and make them do it as safe as possible. But pure safety is never really attainable, right? We have lost uh, a lot of great people, uh, men and women, to various causes, um, including one of my friends here is a huge, huge space nut. He absolutely loves everything about um, space. And he actually just got to go report uh, on a Russian space launch recently, and it was like his lifelong dream, and I was really happy that he got to live it out. But we've lost a lot of amazing men and women in that journey to the great beyond, the reaching for the literal stars. But we keep doing it. We keep trying to push forward because it's important for progress, uh, because it's important in this kind of journey of humanity to try and see all that humans can accomplish together when working towards a common goal. Which leads me to my second to last question, which is how do we encourage and promote kind of innovation and creative thinking uh, and the kinds of things that will lead us to great discoveries? And I think the main thing is that we need to start early. And we need to get rid of the idea that the status quo is enough. We know we can all be better. There are things about society, about the world, about humanity, about all of us that we can fix. We can try to make better. Now, we're never going to live in a perfect world. This kind of utopian dream probably never going to happen. But it doesn't mean we don't try. You're never going to live your perfect life. All you can do is try your best to be your best every day. And when you wake up tomorrow, try and be a little bit better. I'm trying to do that right now. I've, this is my 22nd podcast on my 22nd day. And every one of those days, I've also been running. And I was out till about 4 or 5 in the morning last night. I had a lesson, uh, an amazing conversation at 9 a.m. this morning. And I've been working fairly hard pretty much all day. But I'm out here recording and I'm out here running because I'm trying to be that little bit better self that I promised myself I would be. We need to instill that idea in young people early and often, and we need to push as much as we can, as often as we can, 
to understand that the way things we've always the way we've always done things is not necessarily the way that we should or the best way to do them. We need to break through these kinds of barriers of the status quo. Now, that's the last question, which is what are the areas where we should actually be pushing? And I wrote this down just so I could kind of um, say it correctly. And I, I think the first one uh, is to connect, yeah, uh, to inform, to deliver, to repair, to provide, yeah. So, connecting people across the world, connecting cultures, making it easier for people to communicate, to understand each other. Uh, to connect ideas to realities, problems to solutions. I, if we can push to try and connect individuals and everything else that comes with humanity, I think that is a great, uh, great idea moving forward. Inform the way that we consume information, the way that we share information, to help the average person lift themselves up a little bit. Uh, to deliver, and whether that's to deliver people from one place to another, to deliver a person to Mars or to another solar system or to another planet, to deliver things that people need to that particular place, um, to repair both the environment and to repair people. Again, actually, I had a little bit of a late night last night, and I can tell you, a lot of the people that I've met throughout my, the course of my life, now maybe that's because I've spent a good number of my days, well, not days, not days, just evenings, in a bar or a pub, a lot of people would say, we need a hangover cure. Now, that's probably never going to happen, and that's okay. But the idea is still there, to repair the harm that we do to ourselves, even, and that nature does to us, yeah? To make ourselves a little bit better. Some of the greatest videos I've ever seen are when some people who've been colorblind their whole life are given access to what the world, the beauty of the, what the world really has in it. Um, and the last one, to provide. That's to provide whatever we need to live a better and a fuller life. To provide food to those people who need it. To provide energy, a clean, renewable energy source to everyone around the world so that we can build brighter communities that are more natural and sustainable. Those are the areas where I think we need to push the boundaries of progress to keep moving forward. As I said, this was a lot more general than tackling specific scientific issues and topics, and I think there's a lot out there that we need to discuss. But I think the main thing is we need to understand that all of us, every one of us individually and all of us together as a society, need to strive every moment that we can to do better and to be better. Think about that. Think about what I've said and whether you agree or disagree and think about how you're going to be better tomorrow. And until tomorrow, I'm a Texan abroad. Uh -huh.